Welcome to Kingdom Living Today with Apostle Desiree Andrews, broadcasting from the studios of Kingdom Business Ministries. Join Apostle Des with today's word just for you. And now, here's Apostle Andrews. Thank you for joining me here for Kingdom Living Today. I am Apostle Des and just want to just thank you all for being here. I have with me a young lady who I have interviewed before and I'm quite sure you will remember her. But if not, we're going to get into all of that because I'm sure she has a word, a relevant word from God for you today. So I would like to introduce to some and bring back to the remembrance of others, Prophetess Lentera A. Bull of Lentera A. Bull Ministries in New Jersey. Prophetess, how are you today? I'm awesome, Pastor. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. It's so good to connect with you once again. Yes, ma'am. It's been quite a while, but I'm I'm just so completely um, humbled and honored to be back on the show and speaking with you. Always a pleasure. Amen. Thank you so much. I know I saw uh, uh, you were doing a Facebook Live and I had the opportunity to jump on there and I saw that you were having so many problems and I was like, mm, that's an attack from the enemy because I know he did not want that word to go out. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It, it always seems to happen, you know, throughout the lives, especially when you're getting real, you know, in the vein of God and you speak in the word that he wants to say, especially when people are getting healed and delivered through the word of God through you. It always tries to throw loose and distractions, but, you know, you just got to work through it. So I did the best I could. Amen. I know. And you did good. You did good. And I, I, I know what you're talking about because I go through the same things and have to overcome some of those same challenges. Um, but before we really get into all of that, because I know God has an awesome word for his people through you, if you will, again, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, my name is Providence Lantara A. Bull. I'm a native of Seaford, Delaware. I grew up there all of my life. And um, I began to preach when I was 14 years old. I, I am a PK, been a PK all of my life. My parents are Apostle Kevin and Pastor Tavani, a bull of Kingdom Life Builders International Ministries. Um, not only am I a preacher, I am a singer, been singing all of my life. Um, been going on, writer, um, and a lot of things that I'm doing. I now have a podcast. And um, God has blessed me with that going on a year anniversary. And, you know, I've just been going on and doing what God has for me to do now for about almost, what, 16 years now. So um, almost 17 this year. So Amen. That's right now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. And I know he is doing, definitely doing great and mighty things in your life because I can, I can you could just, when you're on and you could just feel the anointing, you know how some people, you, 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 you hear them and you're like, eh, no, I'm not feeling that. And you just get off and you turn off. But some people right. you're just like, ah, I want to hear what this, what this person <laughs> has to say. And I know right. you were one of them. I was like, man, I was like, come on now. Cause especially when uh, the live that I had got on there, when you was on there, I was like, man come on lord please right. fix it for us <laughs> right 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 and then when you're on the other side and you know you're going on and on and on and they're like it's going up i'm like oh come on jesus <laughs> i understand i understand Oh my goodness. So I know it has been a journey for you um, growing up and uh -huh. especially since you said you started preaching at 14. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, so with that, because you know, most people at, at that age, they really don't even know who they are or what they want to do at 14. So kind of walk us through that a little bit of how that came to be. Yes, ma'am. Um, I can honestly say I always grew up, especially with my parents. Um, they were very heavily and, you know, pushing us to know God, have a relationship with God, you know, and um, they were very strong about that. It wasn't about our identity through our parents, you know, their own salvation. It was about our relationship. So, you know, I can say that when I was eight years old, you know, I, would, I was in Sunday school and I've always been that type of mind. So I want to do the right thing. And I've always been inquisitive because when we was in Sunday school, when I was eight years old, you know, I remember my teacher, it was actually my mother 
older and um she was saying you know when you hear the voice of god calling you you can feel the tug in your heart to get saved you know um don't harden your heart don't say no just say yes to god and surrender your will and you know and being eight years old you know i i can think and it's like i go back to that moment i was like you know i want god to pull on me but i never felt the pull mm-hmm. i can honestly say i didn't feel it yet mm-hmm. and so one time my godfather which was our pastor um he did an altar call but he asked my father to do the altar call and so um that day my father he did the invitation for salvation and that's the day i found i felt the pull i felt god beckoning me and calling me and right then and there i got saved and i felt the holy spirit all over me and encompassed my body you know at eight years old and i've been saved ever since and with that i can honestly say from eight and all the way up to 12 years well 13 years old it was one of those things of saying complete yes to god and even though i was a child i think my level of wanting god and maturity because of how my parents were really you know keeping us in church keeping us with the word of god and prayer and everything and we were in church you know all the time you know it really my hunger for god was very strong and i can honestly say did i want to be a preacher no i did not <laughs> oh no i didn't see i was the kind of person because i sing i wanted to be a singer be cute and, and and dance that's it you know i did not like like you know i grew up around preachers all of my life on both sides as many generations of preachers and pastors from my mom and my dad you know my mom's uh, mother her father and mother and it goes all the way back to my dad his mother and father my uncles and all of them so you know it was almost like inevitable but i didn't want it to be me you right. know <laughs> I, I was pushing for you know my sister and my brother that this wasn't me until i had you know an encounter with god when i was 12 years old and um having that encounter with god he's either you say you don't you're in rebellion you're not answering the call of god you're either gonna do this or you're gonna die Mm. And so I'm allergic to death. I was like, no, <laughs> that ain't for me. No, thank you. So I knew what you say, God. And, you know, and it took me, I can honestly say I was 12, almost 13. It took me, what, a year and a half to fully say yes. I can honestly say. And um, I remember, you know, going through that moment at 13, almost 14. And um, I would sit alone at the lunch table. The Holy Spirit told me to separate myself. And people at school would actually feel, you know, like, are you okay? I would have my Bible. I would be fasting, mm-hmm. you know, all day. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, no. I said, I'm actually, the Lord told me to fast and to sit by myself that, you know, a couple of days they would be okay. But eventually I would have teachers come. They would sit with the Bible, ask what I was reading. And then they would tell me what they were reading. They would ask me questions. People would sit with me. And I still would have to separate myself. They said, no, we want, we don't want you to feel alone. I said, no, I have to be alone. I mm-hmm. said, this is the, you know, God separating me right now. But it drew me, you know, with the responsibility of, you know, really obeying God and really hearing God for myself at that young age. So when I fully, you know, stepped into it and began preaching at 14 years old, it became easy. It wasn't one of those transitions that it wasn't, I didn't feel, or I wasn't um, getting um, acclimated or comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I already knew that um, that was my destiny. And I can, you know, before 14 years old, I can't say that I, I imagined myself being that person, you know, preaching and stuff. And now I can't imagine myself being the uh, woman of God, ministering the word of God. So that's just pretty much how that went. Amen. Okay. Well, I mean, it is good always when you have parents, especially who steer you in that direction and who encourage you. And I know it couldn't have been uh, too easy, but I, well, I say that it couldn't have been too easy, you know, growing up and, and having felt that isolation. But at the same time, I know that God was the one that gave you comfort because if he was the one to tell you to separate and isolate and all that, then there was a reason for it and he made it worthwhile. Uh, so it, it for, you know, to hear young people, some of them, they may not understand that. But mm-hmm. when there is that, like you said, that tug on your heart, that mm-hmm. thing in, inside you, and we know it's the Holy Spirit, so yes. I shouldn't say thing, but the when he's on the inside of you and he is just leading you and guiding you and telling you what to do, where to go. So uh, it's not really too hard and people really don't understand. They, they really can't comprehend the call right. because, mm-hmm. you know, they're not really the ones that's experiencing it. But um, all we can say is the love and peace of God 
<laughs> it surpasses yeah. all understanding. So yes, with that, it's like, okay, how was, I know you said also that you like to sing. So yes. is that just in church or are you pursuing a, trying to pursue a, a singing career? Oh, yes. You know, um, I've been singing literally all of my life. That's all I saw myself, you know, being, you know, uh, being where it's to the whole world was singing a song that I write. You know, I've been mm-hmm. writing songs. Actually, when I was a little kid, it used to go from like silly songs to actually um, getting very serious and writing a song for my mother's birthday. And I was only 12 years old. Okay. And, you know, writing it for my father and my sister and my brother, you know, for us to do. And I've been writing, you know, ever since then. Um, I've had opportunities, you know, to sing with artists and to, you know, even um, produce uh, direct plays. You know, I love writing. And so it's one of those things where music has always been the ground in my uh, foundation. And honestly, God has used, you know, music. And as far as singing that there are times, you know, a prophetic word just comes from a song where a person may not hear a direct prophecy, but there's a prophetic word through a song, Mm -hmm. you know, through something that God has to say in the melody. And so, you know, I just utilize it all that I can. And um, I'm actually um, working on some things now to put out music. So. All right. It's all in the works and it's all in God's timing. Yes, ma'am. So that's that's awesome. I mean, I know he's doing great things through you and um, just your your spirit. I love your spirit. You're so (laughs) humble. And it is just it's a pleasure to come to actually connect and with uh, kingdom people and really have those, you know, the ones that understand what God is saying at this hour and this time. So, um, with your brother and sister, do they also sing? Yes. My, um, sister, she actually, um, she sings with me. Um, my brother, he's our musician, um, call him maestro. Um, he's been (laughs) playing, you know, all of his life. And, um, he's pretty much my uh, right hand man when it comes to, um, you know, music and everything that I do. And when I go to, uh, travel to preach, you know, he's always there for me. And he's um, there to help me and assist me. Um, a lot of things when he prays, uh, plays, excuse me, I, I honestly can hear it. Heavens open up. My prophetic eye begins to open like never before mm-hmm. because of how he plays. It just ushers in the Holy Spirit. And I really feel the Shekinah glory when he does. So, I mean, they help me a lot in ministry as well as vice versa. Amen. Okay. All right. So before we get into what God has really put on your heart to give his people. Um, I heard you say that you just started a podcast. Well, not just started, but you have a podcast. for. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. And um, I'll have let you also have an opportunity at the end to give us all the information. But right now, go ahead and tell us the name and how they can hear it. And tell us a little about about. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yes, um, my podcast um, is actually called um, "Prophetic Deliverance Fire." I started that last year, two thousand and well, it's oh, it'll be two years almost this year. It um, two thousand nineteen. I started the podcast "Prophetic Deliverance Fire." A friend of mine I went to school with, um, a great guy. Um, he does a lot, and he was telling me, "You need your own show. You need your own show. You need your, you're going to be on TV." And you know, and um, one day I was in and um, visiting my grandmother and. Um, Delaware and we you know I took a meeting with him and he said you really need to capitalize where you're going you know you got to do these books you got to do a podcast you got to do this got to get ready for your show you know and although I can feel the tug of God I've always wanted to know the who and the where and when and how and um he told me you need to start it here and um he got me um hooked onto the um, app and um, I've been doing it ever since. And um, I can honestly say it's been a blessing. It's not one of those podcasts that I run, you know, doing an hour-long message. But I give you at least 10 to 15 minutes of a good word, a nugget. But it pulls you, you know, really, it equips your mind, body, soul, and spirit. And it allows you to hear what God is saying. There are times, you know, I have a prophetic fiery prayer for the mind, for peace. And, and also just giving the word of God and what God has laid on my heart you know, for people, you know, and it's been blessed. It's opened up on um, an Apple um, Music, uh, Spotify, and different other radio and podcast um, outlets. So it's available everywhere. 
Amen. All right. So I know we'll have to connect with that as well. Uh, and also get you on I Kingdom Radio, which Yay! will be a great addition to it. And yes, so we just thank God, like I said, what he's doing for kingdom people and how he's using people to get their get his word out. It uh-huh. is just amazing, again, how God is connecting his people. And so, you know, with everything that is going on um, in our in our world today, or uh-huh. in our country, yeah. we see a lot of division and a lot of just unrest that is going on. Um, uh-huh. Can you um, briefly speak to that and then just let you go into, you can just go ahead into what God has given you for his people. Okay. Um, well, if I can pray, most gracious and eternal Father God, we thank you today for this interview. Lord, I pray right now that the words that are coming out of my mouth is pleasing and acceptable you, to your sight. Those who are going to hear this word, God, allow it to penetrate their heart, their soul, mind, mind body, soul, and their spirit right now. Turn them from their wicked ways, God. Allow them to go the right way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, the prayer, I can honestly say this. God was telling me, you know, especially dealing with the year from 2020 on to now, he wants us to have not only a prayer life, not only clearer vision, but he wants us to have a deeper relationship with him with total reliance on God. Yes. A lot of people have been, you know, um, doing things on their own. And I can say that there are a lot of times I lean to depend on God, but when you're so used to a pattern, you're so used to months coming around and dates coming around and people being around and going to this place at that type of time and doing, you know, your different planning. It almost leaves out God, you know, Mm -hmm. you can believe God for the dates. You can believe God, you know, for different other things, but sometimes we got so caught up in the routine of a year that when the year of 2020 hit, and it was so unprecedented and it stopped everything. It allowed you to evaluate yourself and mm-hmm. allow you to say, OK, I got to stop getting caught up in the routine. Things can change not only, you know, every week. It could change any second, any minute of the day. You could go from being high to low, low to high. But I have to trust in God. My relationship has to be strong enough that whatever change, whatever obstacle may come and, you know, whatever course God has me set on, that I'm going to be ready. And a lot of times, you know, God has given me that word to say, and I still say it to this day, you know, that I'm ready, willing and obedient, you know, and all the time when I pray, I I put myself in that place. I get on my knees and I lift my hands to the Lord and I say, Lord, I'm ready, willing and obedient, wherever you want me to go, whatever Mm -hmm. you want me to do, whatever you want me to say, I'm willing because there have been so many people that can honestly say they weren't willing. There were so many people that couldn't say they were ready. That if this was their time to actually go and to see the Lord, would you be ready? Hmm. So that's when our relationship, our point with God, our connection with God has to get strong. Right. Even if they said we will never return back to having, uh, you know, normal lives. Will you trust God enough to know that he'll provide? Because I can honestly say that God has provided for me and my family. Mm-hmm. He's provided for so many people. And although that many have seen deaths, you know, a death has hit um, my family as well. But one thing that I can honestly say that you, it'll put you in perspective to not take time for granted, not to take people for granted or God's grace for granted. And you've got to make sure you stay the course of time. And I was telling, you know, an individual, we was having a conversation and we were praying. I said, you want to make sure that when you are doing things of God, that your steps are ordered. Yes. This is the time that you ask God, God, direct me. He can still move you and do things because as people, um, and, and I've looked at some people, some people are having a creativity, you know, spirit that's coming upon them being in quarantine. They've been in creativity, you know, stepping out and doing business, having faith, you know, to do other things, even though they're at home and their home base, it seemed like other uh gifts and things that were lying dormant and things they didn't feel like they could do. Now they're starting to see they open up to do and have to trust God and say, you know, there's more to me than just this. And a lot of times I can honestly say that throughout this year, I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad we had this time to sit down mm-hmm. and to look at ourselves and to look at our families and to look at the time that we took for granted because we were so, you know, caught up in moving all the time right. that we can sit and say, you know what, God, I thank you for the little things, not just the big opportunities. I'm talking about the little things such as breath, 
in our body, activities of our limbs, able to go to the store, able to, you know, uh, have, you know, for those that have children, you know, spend time with their children or those who have spouse spend time with them and to say, you know what, I'm taking that time for granted because when some people have lost loved ones Mm -hmm. and they don't have that time anymore and they wish they could get those times back that they took for granted. And so this has been a time of a year of inventory. You know, a lot of us, we had to sit still. And we had to count a lot of things, you know, for joy. You know, God, I thank you for everything. And not only that, step out in faith. You know, God has been leading me and guiding me and really directing me and saying, you know, I want you to do this. I want you to do that, you know, with different phases in ministry for me mm-hmm. and to open up. But because of fear in different areas, you know, I was just like, God, I don't know who would want to, you know, hear a book from me, who would want to hear music from me. You know, I don't think, you know, I, I'm good at <laughs> preaching and, you know, you're good at doing the things you're used to. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like, you know, I'm burying a gift that I didn't even know I had inside of me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, you know, I had to repent to the Lord and say, you know what, God, I want to be obedient to you. And I want to open up myself to you. Give me the words to say and give me the things to do. And, and just doing that, it allowed me to see that there was a depth in me that I didn't even know I could reach. So that right there, a lot of people, you need to reach that depth. You need to reach a place in God that it goes beyond your understanding. That's why it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on to your own understanding. You got to trust in him and lean on him because there's a depth. There's a height that you didn't think you can reach. Right. I tell people all the time, I'm not uh, um, a level reacher, I go in dimensions, meaning those dimensions cannot be measured. What mm-hmm. God wants to do in and through me is it's far beyond the eyes can see. No man can get the credit of what God wants to do through me. It's right. only God. Whenever I do something, I'm, honestly, it's like to God be all the glory. It's not me. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get up there and tell you what uh, God is saying and if he ain't saying it. No, I, I would not dare myself to do that. I always do what God called me to do and say what he asked for me to say. And he always gets the glory. So that's the place that I've been in. And that's the word that I've heard, you know, throughout this time, throughout this season. And it, it, you got to count it all joy. Count it all joy. Take your time to give God time. Your relationship with God is what matters. Because the, honestly, there's an old song that says, uh, remember, only what you do for Christ will last. And not what you think, not the look of godliness, not the pretending of godliness, not the form, not none of that, but the actual relationship, your obedience mm-hmm. and actually setting yourself in, in and you can be fine. I, I tell people all the time, I live my life in quarantine. So quarantine is not a surprise to me <laughs> because I actually, I, I do pass the, mm-hmm. I do. I'm not antisocial, but I'm very careful and I live my life so that I'm always before the Lord and I watch the company that I keep, if I keep company at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I really, I love being in the presence of God. And I love being in a place where he can say, do something. And I'm not afraid to do it because I've been with him so that I trust that even if I get a result of somebody reacting a certain way, I trust God to know that he said it and he told me to say it. And he's not a man that he should, he should lie. So I'm just trusting and depending on him. And that's where I've been. And that's what I've heard God say. He said, all I want is the real. And he's actually been realigning people. And he has said he's making room for those, you know, that he has called and chosen at this point. He's actually changing the guards. You know, Mm -hmm. he's allowing those that have been waiting and have been uh, waiting on him to do something and waiting on the movement of God that it's a new regime coming in. And not just the younger people. I'm talking about any age, middle age, older. You're the new regime, the new voice that needs to be heard. And so um, that's pretty much what God has been saying to me and really has been relaying to me throughout this time. Amen. Amen. And so, you know, I we haven't talked and we haven't really connected, but that is exactly the same word. Um not the same, you know, exact wording, but the mm-hmm. same message what God has been giving me and saying the same thing, changing of the guard. And I even had wrote a an article 
on that same thing where you hear that but you know sometimes when when you say things and if it doesn't come to pass in in a month or if it doesn't come to pass in six months or even a year you know Mm -hmm. people be like oh you didn't hear from god but we have to understand time was not made for god it was made for us and his time is is so much different from ours so when you're putting this word out what god has said it may not happen when you think it should happen but if god said it it will come to pass right so i i understand exactly what you're saying and i do believe that 2020 has been a trying year for some but mm-hmm. it's also been a revelatory year for others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yes, I just believe that it's like God had to do this. It was like I, shaking. You know, people want to talk about the shifting, but God was actually did a shaking. And it's yes. a shaking, a waking up the people and, and waking them up and, and getting them to actually see and, and realize and reevaluate what are we doing for Christ? Everybody that's like the Bible says, all those will say, Lord, Lord, mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them, you know, so yes. that's that type thing. Um, So I understand what you're saying and just how he is moving people in different things. Like you said, he's awakening creativity in people so that yes. the talents, I believe is everything that he has put down on the inside of us. Now he is trying to bring that out of us and saying, look, what is in your hand? What is in your house? Use those things. Yes, yes. Oh, don't go anywhere. We have much more coming up right after this. So stay tuned here on Kingdom Living Today. You served your country. Now the Veterans Crisis Line is here to serve you. If you're a veteran in crisis or know a veteran who is, help is available. Call the Veterans Crisis Line today at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Or chat online at www.veteranscrisisline.net. It's your call. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle dot 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 JK. Hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG. You are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. That'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. And we're back. This is Apostle Daz and my special guest here on Kingdom Living Today. I believe it's everything that he has put down on the inside of us. Now he is trying to bring that out of us and saying, look, what is in your hand? What is in your house? Use those things. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I honestly, I, I was reading this um, and I said the scripture to um, a man of God that I ministered to the other day. And I read it from the message version of the Bible, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It says, but what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives 
and much the same way the fruit appears in an orchard, things like affection for others, exuberance about life, sincerity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in a loyal commitment, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. And when God gave me that word and I was looking at the word, one thing that he was telling me is that everything that is connected to God, you know, living his way, you notice that it will always go right. It'll, it'll be smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. It'll work in his way. And I, and I was telling the man of God, I say, you can't do it your way. Right. You have to do it according to the will of God. You have to be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And you have to delight yourself also in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people were delighting in themselves or trusting in connections or trusting in, you know, going here and there. But this year, because everything has stopped. They had to trust in God right. to make a way, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of things shut down, uh, people passing away and, and it's just unsurety, you know, feeling like we uh, people have never experienced this before a day in their life. You had to really trust in God. You had to really seek him and say, God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You had to rest in him because a lot of people were um, dying because of fear. A lot yes. of people gave up because of fear. Yes. A lot of people couldn't even get through it because of fear. But one thing about it is when you root and ground yourself in the word of God and in God's will, even though adversity is going on, you're just looking like, God, I know there's a reason. God, help us right now. I know you're going to make a way because you said you'll never leave um, the righteous forsaken or see begging for bread. Now, God, we need your help. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say being, you know, one of the righteous, he's not forsaken me. And I'm so great. I can honestly say I'm so grateful because even with all of the things that's happened throughout the year, God has kept me. Mm-hmm. God has given me a newfound joy. I found myself at a moment of getting rebirthed, you mm-hmm. know, a different part of me, you know, killing off and off different emotions and feeling towards things because you know sometimes you can be overly emotional or sometimes you can jump you know when people need help you jump to help and assist when god said no they need to learn mm-hmm. and you can't be the rescuer all the right. time so you know i had to learn that and there are times it came with tears because you don't want people to fail you're like oh god i just wanted to get it and you know mm-hmm. and god is saying no you're not god you work for me i tell you what to do i said okay god i got it <laughs> I don't want to put my hand in it, okay? And so, you know, I've had to learn that. And with that, it came with a challenge at first, but now it's just like, it's like easy sailing, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm resting in God. Mm-hmm. And that's important to rest in God because we can get so busy doing what we want to do, thinking uh-huh. that we're doing God's will. Uh-huh. And we can also get busy doing, you know, so busy doing what we have, we believe God have us to do, um, that we really don't take time out for ourselves, take time to refresh, renew, revive, and all mm-hmm. of that. And, and that wears on the body. And of course, yes. God doesn't want us in that condition because then if we are worn down, then we're no use to him as far as, you know, being that vessel that, that's available to spread his word. So mm-hmm. what you said there that about taking that rest in him, that is so very careful. I mean, so very needed. I have been, people have been telling me, woman of God, God says to rest. And I'm like, I am resting. What else do I do? I am resting. You right. know? <laughs> but, you know, it's like when, when um, he says rest, it's like, just give it, just stop, give it a rest and just take, right. you know, but you know, it, it, you, you feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, ma'am. I, honestly, you feel like, and I had that moment. It was like, oh, come on, Lord. I need to be doing something. I need to be saying something. I'm not doing. And he said, I ain't tell you say nothing. I ain't tell you to go there. I didn't tell you, you know, cause you want to be able to do something and, and totally resting in God. Till one day he allowed me to go on overload. Mm. I felt like every pressure, every person I prayed for, every person I ministered to, I felt everything. <laughs> and it felt like my body was breaking down. Mm. And I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, like, God, help me. He said, are you God? I said, no. I'm like, my God, you know, you know, I'm crying. And he's like, no. 
He said, I told you to leave it alone. Uh-huh. And you still want to do what you want to do. He said, so, and I'm like, no, God, you know, I, you know, I'm repenting. And so I actually had a vision of God. He came in, it was him, Holy Spirit and Jesus. He, but he had angels with him and he appeared in my room. And he stood there because I was just crying so bad that I could not get myself together. Mm-hmm. I, it was one of those cries where it hurt your stomach. Mm. Your stomach was jumping, and I was just like, God, I can't. This is this ridiculous. And it's like I'm doing all of this, and I'm doing, you know, I'm going through it. And he said, Do you want me to handle it? I said, <laughs> Yes, Lord. He said, Stop crying. And he said, Wipe your eyes and give it to me. Mm-hmm. I got it. And I saw him walk out my room. Mm. And um, that happened, that was November the, the, it had to be the 18th, mm-hmm. the 18th or 19th or so. It was a Saturday. It had to be like the 19th or so. And when that happened to me, I'm telling you, it's like I got rebirthed. Mm. Everything that I could ever feel the weight of, everything that I felt like I was held accountable for. I felt everybody's pain. Mm-hmm. I felt everybody's ache. And I've done that for many years, but I was trying to help people that some people didn't want to help themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and your care level can be so, it, it can be unstable, especially when God is like, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You're not listening. And, and you know, and you're, and the punishment of God is not on you, but I felt like it was like, did I say enough? Mm-hmm. Am I there enough? Am I praying enough? And it, it wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. It was about the God and them and them believing for themselves. We all had that moment. We right. have to be accountable for our own soul salvation. It's not It's not predicated upon, and people think so, it's not predicated upon your leaders or people that minister to you. They give you the word. They be obedient, do their job, but it's about us. Mm-hmm. You know, having that relationship and seeking God and doing what he has to be. Our obedience, you know, costs us. So um, with that, that, that changed my life. It changed my life in a traumatic way. And I can honestly say I'm glad I had that moment because if not, I would have been running off of old fumes, you know? Right. Yes, yeah. ma'am. I know um, because I have to sometimes sit back and just allow God to let things work and let him handle it. And I have to like physically like, nope, sit down, just sit down, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, cause there's so much that, you know, we have going on so many things that we're, that we're doing. And it's like, like, you know, we're talking about that creativity, how God has just been birthing things. And it's like, I, I, I feel like I said, Oh Lord, okay. I have to plan this day for writing this day for recording yes. this day for doing whatever, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, just put it in his hands but what I always find I'm like Lord you know I know I'm only one person and so Lord I need help and when I I get to that point where it's like I need help or Lord you know what I'm I'm done I'm just done then there's always somebody that comes along hey uh pastor this hey apostle uh you know and can you pray for me or I can can you help me with this and I'm like okay all right you know right always a reminder (laughs) yeah yeah and he will come in right on time with that person or that thing that is needed so Uh that's why I'm like okay you know what just allow God, just trust him. When we step out on his word and really begin to trust him at his word, yes. he will never, ever disappoint us. So yes, ma'am. I'm thankful can, for that. I, I can honestly say that when, you know, with my life, when they, they start to mess up, it'll be so, it try to discourage me because it's like, you know, I don't want people to come on because trust me you know my wi-fi verizon everything it works throughout all the day <laughs> nothing cuts off uh-huh. and as soon as i do that it's like oh Lord, you know mm-hmm. and um the last one i was just like you know what i'm just not gonna do live anymore i'm just gonna you know i get a lot of um people just go to you know youtube just do it for youtube and it my inbox was over flooded people mm-hmm. contact like you just don't know what you said even if it broke up like it blessed me or it saved me. I'm glad you got on there. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all were saying it was breaking up the whole time. I had to start it three times, you know? And But it was just about being obedient. Right. And and the message that needed to be said, I don't even care if it was just one word, like move, you know? <laughs> but I felt like it was just like nothing because I, you know, I thought it was more frustrating for everybody. But most people were just like, look, 
I need to hear what you got to say because mm-hmm. I know if I get if you get on there, got to be some guy said. So I'm just grateful mm-hmm. that I pushed through it. Yes, man. Amen. I know because um, that has happened to me, and I have some videos that um, the when when it catches the thumbnail, the thumbnail looks like the one that the, the picture that's with the glitch, and I'm like, oh, why you can't <laughs> change that? It's like I want to delete it so bad, and it's like like you said, everybody's like, no, you know, it helped me, or you get the inboxes in there. Thank you for that word. So many uh-huh. times I have wanted to just um, delete my Facebook page, just all of that. And and then when I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take a break. And then you have people, like you said, inboxing you. Where you at? Uh-huh. What you doing? Can uh-huh. you help me? I need prayer. So on and so forth. So God, he will not let you give up if yes. he knows what is truly, truly in your heart. Yes. But at the same time, he's not going to push you or force you or make you do anything that you really don't want to do. Oh, my goodness. He won't. <laughs> he won't. Because he'll give you that option. And everybody say that, oh, he's forcing me. I said, look, one thing about it is God, he will give you that choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to be willing and obedient. You know, there are some people you feel like there's a push and different things. You know, he has to thrust some people. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it's a choice. And once you get that choice and um, you make that decision, you know, I had, a, um, you know, they were talking about a, a man, a guy that he didn't want to choose to live right. He kept, you know, going in and out, in and out, in and out. And he didn't want to choose God and how he was in regret that he can't even hear God anymore. Mm. He can't feel it, you know, telling the testimony. And I said, Lord, I said, I never want to get to that point. I always right. want to choose you. Mm-hmm. I always want to choose to do the right thing. So. Yeah, it's always a choice, though, and I'll make the right choice, God's choice. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, we have a, a little bit of time left. I want, if you will, if you will, um, because you are a prophet, and I know you hear God's voice, can you tell us a little bit about that as far as, you know, because there's some people who be like, well, how do I know I'm hearing the voice of God? And it's not just my own thoughts or it's not the enemy putting some thought in my head. So uh-huh. give a little insight as to how people can really know that they are hearing from God. And especially when it's coming from a man or a woman that has that anointing of profit on their lives. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, well, I always tell people, you know, because I get asked that question a lot because they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I tell people this, they look at me and they say, you just look like just big glow and it's just like scary. And I just look at them like, I feel like I'm talking. I'm having a conversation. <laughs> I'm not being, I don't feel like I'm being deep or gloomy, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, back then they used to have prophets that scare you. Right. <laughs> you know, they call me and they be like, you, you like, who, me? <laughs> oh, no, 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 me. <laughs> but, I, you know, I have a conversation. But um, for me, it always hinges on, you know, a relationship with God. You know, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. when I say that, you have to, you know, pray, seek God, fasting and prayer. Some things come through fasting and prayer, you know, and um, having that relationship with God, it always brings me closer to him, you know, denying yourself. And it allows you to uh, de- um, to know the difference between God's voice and the enemy, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and it always I've seen where it'd be like a still voice mm-hmm. and um, I could feel it, you know, especially with things where it say, don't go there. Mm hmm. Or, or, or he says, um, yeah, I need you to call them. I need you to do, you know, and it'll be a still voice. Or sometimes it can be audible. You know, I know when I was um, nine years, no, it was I was nine years old, and my dad was preaching, you know, when he first started pastoring, and he was preaching about Samuel. And um, he was talking about the voice of God, and, you know, you hearing the voice of God. And, and when he was talking about that, and he was saying what Samuel said, and um, how he went to Eli. Mm-hmm. And when he said, you know, speak, Lord, thy servant, hear it. And so I was sitting outside as my siblings were playing. I was sitting outside and I heard a voice sound like my dad's voice said, uh, Tara. Mm-hmm. And I looked around. I knew he went outside. So I went in the house. I said, yes, dad. And he said, I didn't call you. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I went outside and I heard it again. And I went in the house. I said, dad, you called me? He said, No. I said, are you joking? He started laughing because, you know, I think he's probably playing a joke on me because he can be a jokester. Mm-hmm. I said, are you? He said, no. I said, Dad, I heard you call me. He said, hold on. He said, the next time you hear that voice, <laughs> I want you to say, 
speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. I'm like, okay, is this a joke? Like, you preached it on Sunday. And he's like, no, say it. Just trust me. And he had this look on his face where, I, you know, I can always tell, like, my parents' face go from dead face to straight apostle face. You see it. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'll go out there. I'll say it. So I heard it, but it sounded different. It was like terror. And I was like, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. Like that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a gush of wind came around me as if it was this big presence there outside. And it wasn't even windy outside. It, you know, it was like a summertime. And it was just like shh, all around me. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, you know, and I went in the house. I was like, Dad, he said, what happened? I said, when I said it and I told him it was a wind, he said, that's God calling you. Mm. And he wants to speak to you. Mm-hmm. He said, you got to answer. And so, you know, there are, you know, manifestations that can happen like that. But those of you who are listening to me right now, you need to get like Samuel. And some of them say, you know, you have to have like a childlike faith. And say, Lord, whatever it is, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. And even if it's a word that God gives you that may upset you because he wants you to go contrary to what you've been doing, you humble yourself and you say, God, fix me that I will understand your word, your ways, that I won't get offended if you tell me no. Mm-hmm. I can accept the no's and the yes. I can accept the don't go and the stay stills. And I can accept when you say go, pursue, and I won't be afraid. Yes. Speak to me in that voice. Carefully, Lord. You know, help me. And, and, and even if some of you say, well, I'm not sure. Say, Lord, help me to identify that it's your voice. Mm-hmm. You know, knock on my heart. Even if you say, Lord... Write it on the wall, Lord. Now, don't be scared if you do it. Right, you know? right. Because you know? some of y'all, you know, I've had people say, God, you know, give me your word and bring confirmation. Then they bring a prophet like me say, the Lord said, move. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hold on. I don't know if that's God. Right. That's not a time because he gave it to your word quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what's the point of asking? Right. If you're going to ask, make sure that you're ready. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're saying, and I'm not telling some of y'all take y'all time. Because some of y'all, y'all need to hurry up and rush. You've been taking your time long enough. Yes. God been speaking and you ain't been moving. Yes. And then come on now. You, you're slow as molasses. <laughs> now I got the fire under you. We got to put fire on you. You know? And so that speak, Lord, that servant hearing is going to come. And when it manifests, when God manifests himself, when God show himself, mm-hmm. when God makes his presence known, it will begin to make, I mean, your whole body can quiver times. It quiver, makes my quiver. I feel a burning as fire. The Holy Ghost and fire camps around me. And even it blows my mind sometimes when God speaks. And you're like, I know God told me to do I know that, you know. Mm-hmm. And he always sends a confirmation. So especially when you're stepping out on faith. And you're believing God to move forward or pursue a career or pursue something that everybody is saying you don't have the qualifications for or they say you shouldn't do again. Do it again. Do it again. Yes. Do it again. Because that's the moment where God said, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to fight for you. Mm -hmm. I have no reason but to fight for you. If you were disobedient before and you you heard God, but you, you chose to not do what he said, repent. Turn around and say, Lord, forgive me for being disobedient. Create me a clean heart of God. Renew it me a right spirit. Don't cast me not away from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. God, lead and God and direct me that I may be obedient this time. Mm-hmm. This time, you know? Yes. And start over again. Yes. Amen. Amen. That That is so true. Uh, um, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And especially when you say people ask God for something. Yes. Be ready to receive his answer because he will answer you. Uh-huh. And regardless of, that's why I tell him, I say, well, regardless of whether it's something that you want to hear or whether it's the way you want it to come or not, you need uh-huh. to be ready to receive because if you're going to ask, ask in faith, believing uh-huh. that he is going to give you the answer to what you are asking him for. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. So um, with that, I know um, we were talking about, again, you know, your ministry and you stepping out and singing and the podcast and all of that. If you will tell us how can if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? 
Oh, yes. Um, there's so many ways to get in touch with me. It just makes no sense at this moment and point in time in my life. So basically, just um, Google you. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. Like, I've had people Google me and say, you know, I've seen a bunch of videos of you. And you're like, really? uh-huh. I didn't even know that. Oh, thank you so much. But, um, if you want to um, get in contact with me, always on Facebook, Prophetess Lintera Abel. You can see me because now Facebook has taken my prophetess off. I had to put it in the subtopic now. Mm-hmm. You know, they try to change the title and stuff on me. But right. you can always see me. You will see me. Prophetess Lintera Abel or Lintera Abel. You should see me on their YouTube, Prophetess Lintera Abel Ministries. Um, um, Instagram, same thing, Prophetess Lintera Abel. Um, my podcast is Prophetic Deliverance Fire. Um, you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Music, um, FM Radio, AM Radio, whatever you go to search engine, it's Prophetic Deliverance Fire. You should see my face with my red hair. That's me. <laughs> you should see me. <laughs> and um, also um, for ministry inquiries, you can always reach out to me via Facebook or you can um, email me um and I can give you my church email. You can always email me at kingdomlifebim at gmail.com. And um, that's how you can contact me. Amen. Amen. And we just thank you again for your time and everything that you have given us. Truly believing that this is a word that is needed from God and God is using his people and is connecting his people for such a time as this. So with that, Prophetess, I just want to thank you again for your time here with us. And we look forward to, uh, I'm quite sure because it's a kingdom connection, I'm quite sure we will be in touch again. Absolutely. And always thank you for having me. I can honestly say when I started doing, um, I was uh, touring for uh, with Prophetic Deliverance Encounter, which is going to be my conference that I'm starting to God's giving me um, five years ago. And, I'm, you know, stepping out on faith, that's one of the things I had to step out on faith that I'm doing this year. Um, you were one of the people that reached out to me during the time that I was touring and, and doing different things and doing the... Um, interview with you and i can honestly say thank you i'm so grateful because one thing about it is you're not only a loving person but one thing about it is when you hear god you're quick to act on it and you gave me a chance didn't even know me from a can of paint but come on it's a god connection and i'm grateful and i greatly appreciate it i greatly appreciate it thank you so much well thank you and god bless god bless thank you for joining apostle des for kingdom living today To contact us, visit our Facebook page at Kingdom Business Ministries or go to our website at www.4kbm.org. That's www.forkbm.org. If you'd like to sow seed into the ministry, send your donation to Kingdom Business Ministries, Post Office Box 180576, Tallahassee, Florida, 32318, or via Cash App to cash tag S-T-A-K-M-A-T-C. That's cash tag S-T-A-K-M-A-T-C. Until next time, be blessed.